Yesterday, we had wall-to-wall -wall coverage of the news that Queen Elizabeth II had passed away the age of 96 at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. That news came down around 11.30 our time uh, yesterday morning, and uh, there has been wall-to-wall -wall coverage of her passing. And what happens next uh, on uh, radio stations, TV stations, media outlets right across this country, right around this world. Uh, today, we will talk a little bit more about uh, the Queen's passing, maybe more specifically on the, the speech that King Charles III gave today, his first as king. We'll get to that coming up. Want to let you know, though, we have other topics to get to on the show today and a chance every hour for you to win your way in to the Eagles concert. They're coming to town on September 20th. So make sure that you're listening every hour between now and six. Your chance to win your way in. Not right now. The number to call will be 780-496-0063. King Charles III, in his first speech as king, uh, described his mother as an inspiration. He said that he and his family owe her the most heartfelt debt any family could owe their mother for her love, attention, affection, and guidance. You'll remember that yesterday I told you it was 75 years ago that then... Princess Elizabeth made that vow to her country, to the Commonwealth, that forever, how long she lives, that she will serve. Today, Charles reiterated that commitment to service. In 1947, on her 21st birthday, she pledged in a broadcast from Cape Town to the Commonwealth to devote her life, whether it be short or long, to the service of her peoples. That was more than a promise. It was a profound personal commitment which defined her whole life. She made sacrifices for duty. Her dedication and devotion as sovereign never wavered through times of change and progress, through times of joy and celebration, and through times of sadness and loss. King Charles uh, speaking uh, earlier today in his first address to the public since his mother's death, since Queen Elizabeth's death. He made that speech today and you might not have realized that, but he, he made that speech today at Buckingham Palace. And there's some symbolism that if you were watching the speech, you might have picked up on. Some symbolism you might not have picked up on. First off, he spoke in a room used by his mother for Christmas messages. For those of you who have tuned in to see that Christmas message or maybe your parents or your grandparents that is the room that the Queen used um, for those messages for many many years he spoke for nine minutes and pledged to uphold the constitutional principles of the monarchy and to serve with loyalty and respect 
as the Queen herself did with such unswerving devotion, I too now solemnly pledge myself throughout the remaining time God grants me to uphold the constitutional principles at the heart of our nation. And wherever you may live in the United Kingdom or in the realms and territories across the world, and whatever may be your background or beliefs, I shall endeavor to serve you with loyalty, respect, and love, as I have throughout my life. King Charles III speaking earlier today. Uh, a personal speech from King Charles, and it touched on a number of changes coming to uh, his world and that of the Queen Consort, Camilla. I mentioned it yesterday, and I think that 25 years ago, uh, there were many folks, many of you probably listening, that would find it hard to believe that Camilla would eventually become queen. And as queen consort, Prince Charles talked about that change for her and her commitment to him and the monarchy. This is also a time of change for my family. I count on the loving help of my darling wife, Camilla. In recognition of her own loyal public service since our marriage 17 years ago, she becomes my queen consort. I know she will bring to the demands of her new role the steadfast devotion to duty on which I have come to rely so much. He spoke of his son, Prince William, now heir to the throne and formally given the title that Charles held for decades, Prince of Wales. As my heir, William now assumes the Scottish titles, which have meant so much to me. He succeeds me as Duke of Cornwall and takes on the responsibilities for the Duchy of Cornwall. Today, I am proud to create him Prince of Wales to Wissog Cymru, the country whose title I've been so greatly privileged to bear during so much of my life and duty. With Catherine beside him, our new Prince and Princess of Wales will, I know, continue to inspire and lead our national conversations, helping to bring the marginal to the center ground where vital help can be given. In that nine-minute speech, he also uh, struck a note of reconciliation after a much publicized family rift, talking about Harry and Meghan. I want also to express my love for Harry and Meghan as they continue to build their lives overseas. And that was as far as it went when it came to Harry and Meghan. Possibly the most poignant and the most personal and what seemed to be the most heartfelt moment came at the end of that speech. And again, that speech that was delivered in Buckingham Palace in the room 
that was used by Queen Elizabeth, as I mentioned, for Christmas messages. You might have noticed if you watched that speech as well, there was a vase to the left and there was a photo of the Queen behind him. That vase held a posy of sweet peas and rosemary meant to represent remembrance. And if you took a close look at that glass vase, at the bottom of it, there were three corgis. These were the words that King Charles used to wrap up his speech and pay tribute to his mother. In a little over a week's time, we will come together as a nation, as a commonwealth, and indeed a global community, to lay my beloved mother to rest. In our sorrow, let us remember and draw strength from the light of her example. On behalf of all my family, I can only offer the most sincere and heartfelt thanks for your condolences and support. They mean more to me than I can ever possibly express. And to my darling Mama, as you begin your last great journey to join my dear late Papa, I want simply to say this. Thank you. Thank you for your love and devotion to our family and to the family of nations you have served so diligently all these years. May flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. And King Charles speaking earlier today. Former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson made a a passionate speech in the British Parliament today. You'll hear that coming up. On the other side of this, I'll tell you how you can pay your respects here in Edmonton, here in Alberta. That's still to come. Stay with us.